Well, so we continue today in Mishnah Yomi. We find ourselves today in the last Mishnah in Parak Beis. Parak Beis Mishnah Yud, chapter 2, the 10th Mishnah, writes the Mishnah. We do not decree a fast day on Rosh Chodesh, on Chanukah, and on Purim. Now, the truth is, the commentaries point out, it's not limited to these days, but rather these are examples of days which have a Yom Tov identity associated with them. So obviously, it goes without saying, you also can't go ahead and declare a fast day on Shabbos, on Yom Tov, on Chalamayid. And in any of these cases, Vim Hizchilu, let's say again, the community began to fast on these days, then it, uh, accidentally, what's the halacha? In Mafsik, in the Rebbe Gamil. Rebbe Gamil says that, once they started, they don't stop. Once they started, they don't stop. So if it accidentally you started fasting on Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah, and Purim, although ideally you shouldn't do so, if you started, you don't stop. Am Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir said, in Mavsikin, even Rabbi Gamil said, if you started, you don't have to stop. He would agree that you would not complete the fast day all the way until nightfall. Even though Rabbi Gamliel says, if you started accidentally, you don't stop, that's fine, but you also don't complete it until nightfall. Rather, you end the fast sometime before nightfall. So it shouldn't be a complete fast day. The same idea, interestingly enough, if Tisha B'Av falls out on Erev Shabbos, so the, Gimar, so the Mishnah suggests the Mishnah suggests that Halach so we would not fast all the way until the start of Shabbos, rather you would be end the fast sometime before the beginning of Shabbos, so as not to enter into Shabbos in a state of fasting. In a state of fasting. So, interesting enough with the way our calendar, the way our calendar is 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 arranged. So Tisha B'av does not fall out on Arab Shabbos. But again, before the calendar was set, that possibility would exist. Interestingly enough, the Rambam does not paskin like Rabbi Meir. Rather, again, the Rambam says that halacha lamaisa, If you accidentally started fasting on Purim or you started fasting on Chanukah, that halacha lamaisa. You would actually finish the fast. Even though ideally you shouldn't do it, one would fast until nightfall. And the same idea would be if Tisha B'Av fell on Erev Shabbos. You would go ahead and fast all the way until Shabbos. Again, the case of Tisha B'Av Erev Shabbos does not really come up because of the way the calendar is arranged. This concludes the second parak, And now we begin in Meretz Hashem, the third chapter, Mishnah Aleph. Seder Ta'anios Eloha Amar. The fast days that we were referencing in the first Mishnah. I'm sorry, excuse me, in the first parak, Mishnayis 4 through 6, where we first spoke about, again, this series of fast days where first Tamidi Chachamim Torah scholars would fast, and then there would be another 13 fasts for the community. Those fasts only take place by Revere Rishona. If the initial rains in the month of Cheshvan did not fall. Right? That's when those fasts are triggered. It's already, again, sometime in Cheshvan, the rains have not fallen. You begin these series of fast days. However, now, this is very interesting. However, let's say the following situation. The rain fell. The crops have begun to sprout. But then the crops seem to be afflicted by some type of blight, some type of disease, where the appearance of the crops has turned, and the crops look, we'll call the lack of from sickly. So what's the halacha? Masrin alehen miyad. That's considered to be even a greater sense of urgency than if the rains have not yet come in the month of Cheshvan. And therefore, because of that, interestingly enough, 
already in the initial set of fast days for that, will begin to blow the shofar. Remember again, when it came to a lack of rain in the month of Marcheshvan, so we wouldn't blow the shofar in the first set of fast days. But if there's a problem with the crops and their appearance has turned, we begin to blow the shofar already in the first set of fast days. Similarly, let's say the first rains came, but then ultimately again, more than 40 days has gone by and there's still no more rain. Interestingly enough, that is considered to be even a greater urgency than had it not rained to begin with. The logic seems to be, since there was some initial rain, that probably means there was some basic crop growth. And now, if that crop growth doesn't get subsequent rain, it'll it'll be destroyed, it'll totally die. So therefore, interestingly enough, there's a greater urgency if the first rain came and now 40 days have gone by and there's no second rain, then had it not rained at all. And therefore, again, we will blow the shofar immediately during those fast days, because there is a, a concern, a concern that perhaps a famine is coming. So because the famine is coming, therefore we, we essentially intensify the nature of the fast days from the beginning. We will stop over here for today. This is Shabbos' Mishnah Yomi and Emirat Hashem. On Sunday, we will continue with Mishnah's Bays and Gimel. Wishing everyone a beautiful Shabbos.